Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the vibe? There's some damsels in the DM. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah we see them, yeah we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please, yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. There's some damsels in the DMs. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah we see them, yeah we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please, yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. So, as you can see, we are on Zoom today because Ash is in Chicago. I am. But this, I think, is going to be better for our sound, so mm-hmm. let's see how it goes. I do miss being in person with you guys, though. I, I liked that so much better, but this is fine, too. The vibes may be better in person, but the sound may be better. So we just going to have to see how it goes. But what's up with you guys? What's new? What's the haps? What is new? I'm in Chicago for a little bit for family. My brother's getting married next or three weeks. So it's been a little bit crazy. Family is on top of me now to find someone and get married, as we talked about with the biodata episode. (laughs) How is that? That you're face to face with everyone and like kind of in it in it in it in it well honestly there's just so much going on that my parents haven't had that much time to be on top of me about my relationships but it's chaotic for sure over here do you feel like like due to the wedding happening it creates more pressure because you're like in the zone of thinking about love and marriage etc yes yeah no pressure on me like I don't put any pressure on me I really don't care but my mom keeps making like side comments about it's gonna be my turn next (laughs) yeah and I was talking to my cousin. Um, she's older than me, so she's like the next in line. And her parents are sending her biodatas, like we talked about, of other guys. And she's just like sending me all of these to like distract me from everything that's happening. Um, and they're intense. Like these guys are just. You send us oh. them? I really want to. Yes, <laughs> I can. It's not the bio data that I have, but she sends me like the picture of the guy and then like the messages that he does. Apparently she spelled traveling the American way and not the British way. So it was like a incorrect spelling. And the guy called her out. He was like, you spelled traveling wrong on your bio data. And she was like, wait, how did she spell it? They spell it T-R-A-B-E-L-L-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. Americans put one L. Wow. You learn something new every day. What an every day. What out on though? Like, does it really matter? Yeah. <laughs> 
And then he's also like trying to impress her by being like, oh yeah, I just came back from playing football, soccer, and I work out every day. I love sports. I'm super into sports. Like I'm very athletic. It's like someone who says that is obviously not. Yeah, 100% no. Yeah. (laughs) What an athlete. What do you do? You're on a flag football team. Exactly. (laughs) But I wanted to chat a bit about ghosting in this week's episode because I feel like, okay, first of all, you guys know in my episodic series, it's a girl thing. It focuses all on ghosting. And, you know, I haven't been ghosted in a few years because of my relationship. But back in the day, let me tell you, I was both the ghost and I was both ghosted. And I don't know how you guys feel about this and I'm interested to hear your opinion. So like, you know, in the years that Brian and I have been dating, I've gotten hit on as one does. And like, Mm -hmm. I am a baby about like not being nice about it. Like I'm not good at just like shutting things down. Like even if I say like I have a boyfriend, but the guy like presses, then like I'll give my number and just never say anything. What do you think is the strategy on that? Like, I definitely should be upfront, you know? I don't, oh, okay, so one example is that I was on set and a guy asked for my number. And like, I thought it was like an actor situation that we were like making contacts, right? But then I get a text from him that was like, I'd love to take you out on a date. So I don't respond. Oh, no. I thought we were going to like, you know, form a connection. Like maybe he right. put one of his things. Maybe I put on one of my things, whatever. Then I don't respond. And then he responds like a week later and says something that's along the lines of like, hey, like I really enjoyed meeting you. Um, I feel like you owe me a response or something. To which I was like, Whoa. I really don't think I owe you anything. You know, like, okay, let's, I'll pose the question. Do I owe a response? Definitely not. Not at all. You don't owe anyone anything. In general, nobody owes anyone anything. So the fact that he said that was just oh, mind-blowing. Also, I hate those situations where you think it's going to be like, oh, we could just be friends or this might be a work connection. But then as a girl in this industry, I've always now like I'm the queen of giving out wrong numbers. So if you want to contact me, yeah, I've always given out wrong numbers. And then I walk away. Like I make sure that I'm away from the situation so that he doesn't try calling to see if I'll pick up or it's like ringing, you know, because that they always do. They always call. So I'll give the wrong number and then I'll walk away. Like I'll just be like, okay, well, I got to go or like just take myself out of the situation. Or I'll be like, um, I don't feel comfortable giving up my number, but here's my Instagram. Then do you follow back or no? No. So they're always going to DM too, right? So they're going to follow you and then they'll DM you to be like, hey, nice to meet you. So whatever that message is, I'll kind of just like see what the tone of that message is to see if I should follow them back or just leave it. To be fair, you also didn't follow me back for the (laughs) friendship. (laughs) I didn't know what your intentions were, okay? (laughs) Oh my God, okay. I'm kidding. You know what's a funny story (laughs) is remembering when I met Osh and I thought she was like 21, 22. And she was telling me about how she was seeing a guy who was like, what was he? Like in his 30, like 36. 36. And I was like, so worried oh my god she was so concerned what is it like dating an older man like I was like do you guys feel like you're on the same like playing (laughs) and she did I don't think you picked up that I thought you were so much younger initially (laughs) I think I might have I think I was like wait I'm 28 like it's so 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. Yeah, you were. Later on, you were. Uh, after I asked you like, twenty questions about what it was like to date an older man. Oh my God, your face. You were so concerned, and this is when we were barely. We weren't. Re- we didn't really hang out that much. Like we no. were just getting to know each other. Yeah. And she was so concerned. I was like, Wow, this could be a good friend. So neither <laughs> one of you ghosted each other. <laughs> Well, no, not yet. Unless Lauren's planning on it. You never know. You know, that's what, that was the moral <laughs> of my story that I could be in years long relationships and like, <laughs> I'm the ghost. Uh, but Osh just has that, what is it? Caligari skin glow. So it's hard to tell her age because y- you never know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's called Kalahadi. <laughs> that was so cute. I was like, close, am I right? You're very close. You guys, pronunciations are hard. It's the whole brown don't crack or Asians don't age. All of the above. It's that. Or buy her skincare because I'm trying to market you right now. Or, yes, or sorry, this is all my skincare. It's all my oils. Thank you, Lauren, for being such a great friend. (laughs) Okay, but Ash, you have my favorite ghosting stories of all time. So, So why don't you take it away? So I think it was like in October 2018. I got onto Bumble. I matched with this guy who was like super cute, Australian. He has like Hindu on his profile for Bumble. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like a white guy that's Hindu. Like this could probably work with my parents, you know, like we'll see where this goes. Mm -hmm. We like went on a couple dates. It was like perfect. This guy was literally like what I thought was my soulmate. He was so perfect. Like everything was adding up like the most random things. Like our birthdays were one day apart. He was someone who I thought was my soulmate. All these little things were just adding up. We were on the same flight to Dubai. A lot of coincidences that felt like fate and whatever. I've never believed in a soulmate. And this one, I was, I was like, well, like maybe I do. And so a few months down the line, he just all of a sudden goes, like stops texting me. And I was like, I was never concerned about this guy leaving me, like talking to other girls. Like I was never concerned about that. What I was most concerned was, was he was super spiritual. So I was concerned that he was going to go into like an ashram and become like a priest and just like never want to date anyone, you know, just become like a monk or something like that was my concern. So he goes to me and I was like, oh, I wonder what happened because he's also like very spiritual, very good at communicating. And this guy just stopped communicating, period. It's like, what happened? And I was like, "This he's probably dead. Like that was my conclusion. I was like, he's probably dead or I did. something really bad happened. Like he's gone. Like I tried reaching out to him. He like would reach out back, but be super vague. And I was like, I don't like where this is going. So I tried a couple of times, but then like, it just, it was ghosted. It was like literally flat on ghosted. And then Two months, not even two months later, I was hiking Runyon Canyon with my ex-roommate and we're coming down and I see this like really hot, like shirtless Australian. Look, I didn't know he was Australian. Just this like really hurt, hot shirtless, really tall guy walking past me and we make eye contact and I was like, shit. It was him. And so he was like, Ash. And I'm like, why would so, he call you if he Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, oh, him, God, was oh, God. Like, oh, time to start jogging. Literally run. <laughs> he like gave me two kisses on the cheek. And I was so stunned because oh, I was. Ne- yeah. And I was never, I never expected to see this person ever again. And I was actually really heartbroken like about him that I just was like, I was just shocked. It was the weirdest experience. I think I like blacked out in that moment. And then he introduces me to the person that he's with. And it was this girl and her dog. And he's like, this is my girlfriend. And I forgot what the name was. And I was just like, what? Like, excuse me? I was just so shocked and speechless that I gave her a hug. And I was like, hi, nice to meet you. My God, And then I like pulled back and I was like, what am I doing? And then I was like, we got to go by. And we just walked. It was the most awkward experience of my life. And I was expecting him to like 
at least text me and be like, hey, I'm really sorry about what happened. Like, here is an explanation of why I ghosted. Nothing. Why do we do that? Like, why do we have that immediate impulse to just like, oh, I'll just be nice and oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what? Like, there was no need for me to do that. I should have, what I should have done is been like, hey, and then just kept walking. Right. You know, or not said anything. Or not said anything at all. Yeah. Or you, yeah, into your jog. Yeah. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> I was going downhill too. So I would have been like, so maybe a year later, I was hanging out with my friend who was helping me with my skincare stuff, like logos and stuff. And he was asking me about my dating situation. And it was, or not even a year, maybe six months later. And I was just like, so freaked out by being ghosted. And I think that was the first time I ever like truly got ghosted. I was so freaked out by that experience. I was like, oh, I'm not dating anyone. Like I thought I met my soulmate and it didn't turn out. And he was like, oh, what's the story? So I told him and he was like, wait, I didn't even tell him the person's name. I, he was like, wait, I think I know who you're talking about. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, my friend's dating him. And that same friend is the girl that was the girlfriend. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I remember a few months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was, it was in that same time for when I, when I ran into him and then I saw my friend, but he was like, yeah, a few months ago, I remember her telling me about him, how he's like Australian, really cute, very spiritual, like into meditation. And he was like, is his name? Hmm? And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. And he was like, he probably overlapped you guys and then just chose her. Did he tell the girl, the friend? Like, no, who- I don't know. And I was just like, she just seemed really nice. Like the girl, when I, um, when I met her, I do remember her just being really nice. And she just seemed really young and just naive and just really nice. And I was like, I really hope this guy, I don't know. It's also weird. Just like how small LA can be. Like, I feel like there's so many Mm -hmm. weird connections that you just do not anticipate. Yeah. And that was one of them that I was just like, whoa, yeah, this city is small. And also when you want to run into people, you don't, but then the times that you don't want to run into people, you run into them and you're like, no, I was not ready for this. Like there were so many times that I wanted to run into him, like looking really cute and like, you know, doing my own thing. And I never ran into him. And then the one time that he called me off guard was when I was done with the hike, but just like super tired and nothing to say. Anyone when I look good ever. Yeah. When I was in uh, Michigan, there was this guy that I was talking to and we hit it off really well. It started off strong and we were just enjoying a lot of time together. Eventually, like he started getting a little more indulgent in drinking and partying and it just got way too intense. I was just like slowly trying to make my distance, not necessarily ghosting, but just trying to like back off. And I found out like later on that he ended up getting into like some car accident with a car that wasn't even his and he was drunk. So then there was a UI situation and he got arrested. It, it was just a lot. So his mom had actually contacted me. She was like, oh, this is what's going on. Da-da-da. And at that point, I was just like, okay, I'm sorry, but I don't know what I can do. You know, I was trying to be as supportive as possible, but at the same time, like with the distance, eventually he got out, tried contacting me. And it was like already at the point where I was just like, yeah, I made my peace. I was like, this is not for me. And like, because of the time that had passed, it was just like, okay, it seems normal for us to like, just back off and like, because of how much time he like just jumped in. It was like a Facebook message that he tried reaching out to me and he was just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm down to pick up where we left off. This is not, it, it was so bizarre. Cause I was just like, we haven't even developed any more rapport since we dropped off. Didn't say anything. A few weeks later, sends me another message. Oh, Hey, you know, if ever you feel like hooking up sometime, you know, I'd definitely be open to that. It was just like, how do you jump from us not talking to then? Oh, like, let's pick up where we left off to then let's hook up. Like, wow. 
that really bothers me when people are like, okay, like first the expectation is relationship. And then either on your end or their end, it's not going to work out. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, since you don't want that, how about we move on to like just a hooking up relationship? Like, why would I, why would you be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That one. I'll take option B. Thank you. Desperado. (laughs) Okay. I do have thoughts on, um, not getting ghosted and I'm interested to hear your take. So when I advise in my personal life, friends, on how to not get ghosted, my number one tip, and I say this because when I went to Occidental before I transferred to USC, I, you know, enjoyed my single self before Brian and my (laughs) pre-Brian days. We call them the PBD pre-Brian days. Um, (laughs) The school is so small that everyone knows everyone. And there is no way that you will not run into people like breakfast. You will see people lunch. You will see people dinner. There are two places to eat on campus and that's it. That's all you got to not get ghosted because these people could not ghost me because they knew they were going to see me breakfast, lunch, dinner at the gym, at psyching classes, walking to class everywhere. You got to insert yourself too much in their social circles. This is what I mean. You go to an outing, you meet one of their friends, right? Hey, how are you? Oh, you like this? I like this? No way. You are overly nice. So their inner circle starts to like you. All you got to do is find a way to insert yourself too much that that way they have (laughs) some kind of an answer because the other people want to see you again. That is smart. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now the question that you may be thinking right now is, but Lauren, we only went on two dates, Lauren, there was no opportunity to insert myself in their social circle. How would I do such a thing? Uh, uh, uh. No, no, no. You look through their Instagram. You, oh, God. Here their, we go. you see who they're friends with. You find even one connection with them, one person who might follow them. You follow nobody that you guys have nobody in common, then, you know, questionable situation. Then yeah, it's for you. But also, I believe that social circles with the person you're dating are just as important as the relationship. Like, I think who the person surrounds themselves with is just as important as dating them. Because like, I think who somebody surrounds themselves with says so much about them. I agree. I definitely agree. I now, um, looking back at all my old relationships, like all the shitty ones, looking at their friends, I'm like, oh, should have saw that one coming. Red flags all over. 100%. Oh, okay. So have you... Have you ever ghosted someone? I'm sure I have back in the day. I'm sure I have. Have you? I feel like I have, yeah. I I know I have. I met someone in Chicago like a few years ago before I moved to LA. Um, Really cute model, like just very cute. That's it. Personality was kind of like really, really annoying. But (laughs) I ghosted him when I was in Chicago because he was really clingy and really annoying. And then I moved to LA and a few years later, um, he moved to LA as well. And I ran into him at a casting and I was like, oh God, but this is like during COVID. So we're wearing masks. And I'm like, oh, maybe he won't uh, recognize me, but he did. And I was like, okay, he doesn't seem as annoying anymore. Like maybe, you know, let's hang out. So we hung out very clingy, very clingy, very annoying. And just like very needy. And I hated it. So I tried to ghost him and he would not get the hint. So I had to send a message and I asked our friend Sophia to help me. Cause I was like, I don't know what to do. This guy won't leave me alone. And this is the second time I'm trying to ghost him. Like he should get the hint. And also when we hung out, he was like, you're not going to ghost me. Are you? And I was like, I am like, I straight up said, no, I am so like, awesome. so he should have <laughs> when I said it in a jokey way, but still, he should know that I, was not I can't believe you said that straight up. You're like, <laughs> yes 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 good job 
Correct. So I tried. And then, so I got Sophia to help me and she, we like sent him a message that was like, what a hey. professional ass message, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I made it a little more casual. <laughs> it was probably like, dear so-and-so, I regret you. Hello, darling. All of you. Sincerely. <laughs> <laughs> Basically it was that, but then I just made it more casual. And I was just like, hey, I just have a lot of stuff going on. I think you're a great person, whatever, you know? And he was like, thanks for being honest. I understand. I was like, oh, that was so easy. But I should know better. That's not that easy because he's going to come back. And he did. A few days later, he was like, you want to go to the beach or go uh, longboarding? And I was like, I didn't respond. And I was like, what What out of my message do you not understand? And so I didn't respond. And then a few days later, do you want to go on a hike and get some brunch? I don't respond. And he keeps doing that. And uh, honestly, like I already said, I said my message and it was a really like, nice long message explaining why I just didn't, you know, like I was like, I just don't see this going anywhere. And I was really honest in my response. After him not getting the hints, I just, that's how I ghosted. I was like, you know what? I don't need to respond to this person anymore. If he's not going to understand my whole message, why I said that I don't want to be with you, he's never going to understand. It's just, I'm okay to ghost, you know? I also don't know that that's ghosting. If you set your expectations. Yeah. The thing is more when like somebody like literally falls from the face of the earth, like the the guy Australian that you were seeing. Yeah, no, that was a ghost situation. I tried though with this one. I really tried, but he just kept messaging me so much that I had to force myself out of the ghosting and let him know that I couldn't do it. I also think that like women will string you along more than they're willing to ghost. Like they will keep like being nice and responding to you more than like men will just cut you off completely. I agree. It's so much easier, I feel like, for men to just like, eh, I don't want her. Yeah. Do you feel like there's ghosting in the LGBTQ community, Alejandro? I'd say so. I'm just thinking about dating apps when I was on them. It was like reciprocal. It was like I would be ghosted or I would be ghosting. It's kind of like a weird balance. We're just like, okay, yeah. well, I'll just move on. But the thing with those, it's kind of like a game. As mm-hmm. Nancy Joe Sales uh, mm-hmm. mentioned in her episode, there is this instant gratification that takes place. I mean, it's unfortunate, but yeah, I mean, ghosting is, you're kind of like stuck in either role if you're not really compatible with someone or if they don't find you really compatible. Yeah, I don't know. That's like the sticky situation with those sorts of things. Although, you know, I do understand like not only friends of mine, but other people have found successful relationships through those sorts of tools. Everyone has a different experience, of course. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was going to say, I like the mutual ghosting technique. No. <laughs> None of you feel bad. You're like, oh, we kind of realized this is not going anywhere. We didn't have to have that conversation. That's easy. Just I'm not a confrontational person and I don't know if I've already talked about this on the show, but I am not confrontational at all. So I'd rather just like brush things under the rug and like, you know, just slowly back out of a situation. I I don't like sending those messages that are like, hey, I'm really sorry, but it's not working out. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to send that. That's why I get friends to like help me do those messages and then they press send. So I'm just like not really a part of it, but yeah. So to sum it all up, is ghosting wrong? And does anybody owe anybody anything just like as human beings a is ghosting acceptable c is it dependent on situation totally dependent on situations yep dependent on situations i for the most part i don't think you owe anyone anything especially if you don't know them if it's a relationship then yes like you know there has to be that mutual respect and it's not owing it's just wanting to so i don't think anyone owes anyone anything but except for respect if they deserve it i agree especially like what you were saying where if you're in a relationship for whatever like a month several months the other person deserves some sort of explanation for 
me. I always try to put myself in the other person's shoes. I don't want to make someone feel like how I would not want to feel because no. the how karma perpetuates itself is just no. I'm not doing that. Karma is real. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. She is real. I really like what you said, Ash. That it's like about respect at a certain point because I think that's true. Like, because you can tell. Like, is this person like deserving of respect? Like, is this person deserving of my time and a response? Because I think like. If they are, if that person has treated you well, then like, yeah, you can give them a, sorry, I don't see this working out. But like you said, if it's a once-off thing or if it's something that like the person was treating you poorly, then I think it's fine to be the ghost because you knew it wasn't going to go anywhere anyway. Exactly. All right, everybody. It's been another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's It's going going down down in the the DMs. DMs. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. DMs, DMs, we don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.